Welcome, everybody, to episode 23 of the Moneyline Madness podcast. I'm Andy B. I'm here with Matt, and we got a special guest. Corey, how you doing? What's going on, Andy? How you feeling tonight? I'm, I'm very nervous today. How, how are you doing, Matt? I'm feeling good. You know, episode two, three, little Jordan Epi. I'm feeling it. I can understand why you're nervous. It's a big day for you. I mean, you're Celtics. You're wearing the Larry Bird jersey for those at home that can't see it right now. He's repping his green. Obviously, the Bucks going up against the Celtics. Andy, how are we feeling? Like, obviously nervous, but I there's got to be some confidence. You're the hottest team in basketball. Some confidence, but I did see Giannis in my nightmares last night. So, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> up and down, but I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, coming into this. They are the hottest team in basketball. Solely because they're the only team that didn't that swept, so very hey, excited. But also injuries nervous. like that, like you got a lot of things in your favor right now. Well, like, I, I got a little, I got a little scared yesterday when I hear we got Al Horford's taping his thumb at practice, and we got Jalen Brown has a bum hamstring now. So I don't know what we're what's happening now, but apparently there are injuries that they played through. So hopefully they don't uh, creep up. But yeah, very interesting. Well, mm. whether or not you guys have injuries or not. We will find out. You come in at minus four and a half on the spread, a whopping minus 198 on the money line, which is the highest or lowest, I guess, in this case uh, on the money line throughout the books in the NBA. So if you had to take a bet in this game, fill me in. What are we picking? Well, you know, you and I, we love the uh, player performance double. So I got a quick one. It's uh, Jason Tatum, six assists and a Boston win. I I think because they're home, that's going to help them get the win. I know in game one against Brooklyn, he had eight assists in the first half, then didn't have one. I think he's going to have to have a similar type of facilitate because he's going to be guarded by somebody. I would assume PJ Tucker, right? Am I, uh, or a Giannis here. So I'm assuming, yeah, it depends, but they they have a good defense regardless. So it doesn't matter. Um, in in this situation, he's going to have to facilitate and shoot. So that's why I also have, uh, my other one for this one is Jalen Brown. Over 23 and a half. I know I just said his hamstring's a little bum. So that's a little risky. But after the first few minutes of the game, we'll kind of be able to see how he really is. So I assume if Tatum's going to be assisting, it's either going to be to Brown or it's going to be to Marcus Smart. And I would much prefer it to be Jalen Brown. So, yeah, I definitely like um, I definitely like Jason Tatum over assists because uh, Milwaukee is 25th in assists allowed. So that that lines up pretty nicely, and Tatum actually uh, hit this line, this assist line, eight out of the last ten games. So I definitely wow. like this Tatum bet. He hit it three out of four games versus Brooklyn. I think that's a I think that's a smoker, Andy. Um, but on the contrary, I have Jason Tatum under PRA, and I'm gonna tell you why. Um, I have unders for everything in this game. I think this is going to be a very slow-paced game in general. It's going to be be a game against two very defensively good teams. It's the first game of the series. They're going to be filling each other out. I'm not saying Jason Tatum is going to have a bad game. I'm just saying 43-and-a-half PRA is just too much for game one against going against one of the top defenses. Milwaukee's ranked number one in power forward defense. So I, I also really like Jason Tatum under 43 and a half. He's only hit it once in the Brooklyn series, and he only hit it twice in the last 10 games. So I definitely like Jason Tatum under 43 and a half. That's a good point because, like, I feel 
all game ones a little bit, especially in the first half, are very methodical in how they run the offense. And especially now with no Middleton, Giannis and Drew Holiday are definitely going to be forced to slow down a little bit. And they're not going to have that running gun type of game as they would with right. a sharpshooter like Middleton. So, and also right. with that points, rebounds, and assisting for Tatum, I don't know how many times he's hit the over on his rebounds, but six and a half feels a little bit high to me in a game where you're surrounded by Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Horford, and Bobby Portis. So right. I feel like yep. him putting up any more than five is realistically just and not Rob, Rob Williams too. Y- yeah, yeah so, I don't see yeah. many rebounds coming from him. So yeah, yeah. so the lines at six and a half. Um, he has not hit it in the playoffs. Wow. wow. So yeah, I definitely so... like that. Like PRA under looks great. I think if he's going to go over on any of the three statistical categories, it's going to be assists. Yeah. That's what I, I would. Because his, his points is so high and his rebounds is so high that I think assists right. is your best bet. Wait, assists or way. rebounds? Because I thought he hit the assist line in his last eight. No, the assist line is 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 good money. The, the rebound line, line it, is, the, yeah. is, is, is booty. Yeah, we yeah. don't want that. So Jason Tatum under six and a half rebounds for plus one twelve. Yes. We're yes. banging that all day. Hell yeah, all day long. Absolutely. I also in this game have this wasn't even I didn't even come in with that Tatum under rebounds pick, but it just sounded really good now. And I might even throw that in with a little bit of a two legger with Bobby Portis over thirteen and a half points. Bobby P gets buckets when he gets buckets, and honestly, at this point, I don't think mm-hmm. that there's anybody to match up with him on the Celtics in the way that, you know, there was in previous series, because figure you have Giannis and Tatum. That's a matchup right there. You have Marcus smart and drew holiday. You have, I mean, I don't think Jalen Brown is sizable enough to guard Bobby Portis. Then you have Rob Williams going up against Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Is it Al Horford? Yeah, Probably. definitely Al Horford. It's hundred percent Al Horford. Yeah. That's probably I, I like Bobby the way. there. I mean, uh, number two option, Bobby, I don't know. I, I like it, too, and I think they're going to be going at each other. And I think, honestly, or- Horford's going to have an o- over nine and a half points. He's hit this line over his, uh, three out of the four games in Brooklyn by a very wide margin. Um, he's hit it seven out of the last ten games. They involved him a lot in that Brooklyn series. And I want to see if they run. Yeah, yeah I want to see if they run that back against Milwaukee. And I think they will. I think uh, Al Horford will definitely get that uh, Oz Jam perfect line at minus 155. And we're getting that at minus 115 on Hard Rock. So the value's there. I think I, I definitely like Al Horford over nine and a half points. Nice. I, I like that one, too. That's actually the one that I wasn't sure if I was going to say. I guess I'll, I will I had him over nine and a half, too. I think nice. he's always open in the corner for a couple threes because that's just how he plays. So, I mean, with if yep. Portis is the one guarding or if Brooke Lopez or whoever's guarding him can't guard the perimeter i mean that's what he he loves to be out there on the perimeter a lot so all right so we're going we're riding with the big men this game for over on their points all right Mm -hmm. i guess that's i guess that's the play by the way earlier i said pj tucker i mixed him up with wesley matthews my bad (laughs) both honestly kind of stinkers pj's a little bit more respectable west west ain't doing too much but yeah well i think that's all we got for the boston game if you want to head us down to memphis I mean, Andy, take us take us to Ja. Yeah, I think we all agree. I, I at least I know I do. This should be a pretty quick series. <laughs> I mean, when you're when you're seeing Golden State come in minus two on the road, that pretty much gives you a feel on how everybody thinks about it. Um, I kind of I tend to agree. I mean, I think all I have Giannis, uh, not Giannis, uh, Ja Morant 
and Desmond Bain. I have under on both of their points. And I have a player performance double, which is Steph Curry 30-plus and a Golden State win. I mean, that that's that's really all I have for that one because I, I just think Golden State's going to dominate this series pretty easily. I, that's just – because Memphis, I mean – Memphis is as, guard heavy. And when yeah. you're also guard heavy on the other side and when you have a big like Draymond who can control yeah. the paint entirely – I agree. No, I think a lot of casual fans, I think, are hopping on FanDuel this morning and they're looking at this and they're like, yo, Memphis is home right now. John Morant, like, give me John Morant 30 plus and a Memphis win. Like, that's how they're coming in. (laughs) Yeah, but they're not realizing that this is a this is the first time that you're seeing this foundational Memphis team come in against a powerhouse, you know, veteran presence like the Warriors. They're firing on all cylinders right now between Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. We're not even talking about Andrew Wiggins, who was an all-star this past season. Like, it's scary out here. So for them to be only a minus 130 on the money line, I am going to snag that while I'm here for, uh, for that value. And then I'm adding into that Jordan Poole. Over two and a half threes and over 18 and a half points. If you want a three like that, that comes in at a plus 310. But I'm taking them all individually just because I think this is the game that, I I don't know, Desmond Bain doesn't have the wingspan to guard Jordan Poole. He doesn't have that perimeter length. And I think that if there's going to be one guy that's going to get his tonight, I like Poole. Well, I guess it's going to be a pool party at the Moneyline Madness (laughs) podcast because I have Jordan Poole over 26 and a half PRA. Uh, plus 105 points bet um he's hit this line eight out of the last 10 games he's missed it the last two games but i feel like that's because it has he hasn't got as much play time and volume due to them spanking the shit out of the nuggets now it's a more competitive game jordan Poole's is going to step up one thing i've noticed about jordan Poole, he does not shy away from big moments, he does not shy away from clutch moments or like pressure type of situations. I do think this game is going to be closer than what you know we're advertising right now. It's game one. Memphis is home. Uh, the NBA is the NBA, <laughs> and you know they're going to make it entertaining. So I'm going to take Golden State. Besides Jordan Poole over PRA twenty six and a half, I like Golden State plus. Point five first half spread just to be safe, just to make sure I don't get fucked over at the very end. You like them full game. I like them first half just because you know how the NBA works. So Sir. I don't mind it. <laughs> and like Memphis does have the potential to make like de- defensively, they can make this a good game. I just think the Warriors yes. are so gifted and talented. Like, oh, I think the Warriors will win this series. I think the Warriors will win this game, but I also think it's going to be interesting as well. Andy, yeah. how we feeling? Yeah, I think I that uh, Warriors. I think in five is is my my look at this. I don't think it'll be a very long series. I think out of all of the second round series, this will probably be be, be the quickest because I think the rest of them are going to be relatively competitive, whether it's because of injuries or. Just two really good teams, but this one I think it's a mismatch. It's a healthy Golden State against a a healthy Memphis, and I think that's a pretty big mismatch. Yeah, Golden State healthy is fucking scary, man. Like yeah. I'm just looking, and I'm like, they have literally four guys who could just give you twenty plus points, and that's not even talking about like if Draymond could find any offensive game. Like, it's scary. And I know, like, Corey, you said it about Poole. He doesn't shy away from the moment. And I love the fact that the Warriors 
give him that moment too. Like they're full of guys that could totally just take the ball themselves and like do that, but they give it to the young kid and elevate him to their level. And I feel like that's what's made him so good is that they give him the platform and the opportunity to really get up like that. Yeah. He has the green light factor over there in golden state and they don't give it to like everybody, everybody, but like they gave it to Jordan Poole early in the season and even last season. And as you can see, he should have won like most improved player because of it. You know, like he um he's really taken Steph's mentality and Clay's mentality and Draymond's mentality and formed it into his own. I'm I watched a clip about Dame Lillard, what, yesterday or two days ago, and Dame Lillard was telling a story about how last year when Jordan Poole was on the bench, he was talking mad shit to Dame Lillard the whole game. And he's like, and Dame is like, who the fuck is this Jordan Poole guy? Like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, who the fuck does he think he is? Like, he's not Steph. He's not one. Of, and then the next game, he started, he's like, well, that shit talk he got from Draymond, you know, he he learned it from Draymond and it made me pay attention to him a little more. And by the end of the season, I had to respect him because he's he, he was backing everything that he was saying up. So... Yeah, Jordan like Poole definitely man. got that 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 mentality of a shooter, a shooter's mentality, <laughs> a real Steph Curry shooter mentality. Over Facts. There, so. They're cold-blooded, man, and I really like – I love watching the Warriors run and gun, so I'm excited for this game for sure. You know what, you know what makes me even more scared of Golden State? They're not healthy. This isn't even with James Wiseman. Like, that's, right. that's sick yeah. to me. That's what's scary, Like, that he's coming real. back next year, that's going to be – It's going to be really tough, man. It's it going to be – the West tough. is a bloodbath. And then you got yeah. old fucks like LeBron and fucking oh, Westbrook thinking yeah. that they could compete over there. It's disgusting. Done. It is despicable. Done well, so. I think that's all we got for our NBA picks. If you guys want to talk a little bit of baseball, I got a yeah. few. Otherwise, uh, episode two, three, we're coming in hot with these basketball picks. Like, I'm loving all of these, honestly. Like, there hasn't I, been I a like, I like them a lot, that, yeah. Like, yeah. I haven't wanted to fucking throw the bag on. So, yeah. Andy, what you got on the diamond today? Yeah, I stacked. It's Sunday, so there's all one, four, and then one, seven games. So early games mostly. I got two four o'clock games and uh, the night game. I got San Francisco, uh, the run line, one and a half. Washington's not good. A two-run win should not be difficult for San Francisco. Um, another game, run line, one and a half. Our our friend uh, Tristan McKenzie, we love him. He's pitcher for Cleveland. They're playing Oakland. It sounds pretty easy to me, one and a half. And then the night one is the big one. I got uh, Max Scherzer, eight strikeouts and a New York Mets win. It's pretty free if they win the game because he's going to get eight strikeouts. Philly strikes out a ridiculous amount of times against good pitchers. Last night they didn't, but they strike out a lot. They have high strikeout guys. And all the Mets have to do is win, and Scherzer, doesn't, Scherzer gives them a chance every time. So yes. that one feels pretty good. That's at plus 138, so... If you want to put nine strikeouts, that's at plus 230, I think it was. So one strikeout, big difference there. So that's for uh, that's the night one for me. Corey, how you feeling about that? I know you're a big Mets guy too, so. Well, I just witnessed history the other day. I went out to uh, City Field on, on some, you know, spontaneous shit, and I saw a no-hitter, so that was awesome. Uh, yeah. Once in a lifetime experience, right there. I'm very um, jealous about that too. I yeah, saw you that you be. were there. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Did not expect that. And then um, they gave it up last night. Uh, 
So I think they're going to be on some get back shit tonight, especially with with the ace on the mound. Scherzer is a, a K machine, like you said, Andy. Um, and like you said, as long as the Mets win, it's pretty free because Scherzer's going to get those Ks. So I, I like that a lot. And I think the Mets are on some revenge shit and making sure they win the series. The Mets haven't lost a series yet this season. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm pretty sure they're gonna go hard today. So I think that's I think that's a W for you, Andy. Yeah, I'm piggybacking off of that, dude. Honestly, and I was throwing in the Mets. My original pick was Mets minus one and a half at plus one sixteen. I'm really digging these MLB spreads coming in at plus on the money line or on the spread uh, rather. So minus one and a half to me. Like Andy always says, MLB games aren't one by one run anymore. So especially against the Phillies, like their bullpen absolutely sucks. We saw them almost blow it last night. Like that was such a free game and they almost still choked it away. So three times mm-hmm. they had the tying run up in the play up to the plate in different innings and they did not score a single run. Bro, like, like they got so lucky that there was two outs in the eighth because yeah. you walk three guys to get the bases loaded. You definitely deserve like yeah. everything that comes to you, but I'm going with them minus one and a half. I also did have the Red Sox run line at minus one and a half as well. That comes in at plus 116. I don't know if you saw the way that the Red Sox lost last night, but it was extra innings, bottom of the 10th at Camden Yards in Baltimore. And the Orioles, obviously you get that ghost runner on second base. The Orioles first pitch lay down a squeeze, hit and run bunt. The guy takes off for third base. They lay down the bunt. He overthrows it to third, comes home. Orioles win the game, Red Sox lose. So for that reason, I'm expecting the Red Sox to kind of come out and really kind of be angry about that last night. That's not a way you want to lose a game, especially in extra innings. And realistically, the Orioles stink. John Means is their best pitcher, and he's out now with Tommy John. So for minus one and a half being, like I said, I love these plus run lines. Like, it's great. Plus 116. The Red Sox are going to win this game, and I think that they're going to win by at least two. So I'll take that. I also, I'm turning to my Yankees today. I have Luis Severino, five strikeouts in the Yankees to win. Kansas City also blows chunks, like, massively. If you just want to take Severino over four and a half strikeouts just for free cash, that's minus 152. Like I said, the Royals don't scare anybody. They're basically a triple-A team just coming out, equivalent to the Savannah Bananas, if you guys are familiar with them. Um, oh, that's pretty Savannah much bananas. I that's want to like go to a, a game one. so bad. No, yeah, they look gap. so fun. That shit is so fun. That's so fun. Basically, that's who the Royals are throwing out there. Like, it's gross. Like, I was, it's really fun watching anybody against the Royals. So, that's what I'm riding with. And that's all I got for baseball today. So, yeah, I like it. I like that one. Are the Yankees ever going to lose again? Are they ever going to play a good team? Is the real question. No, probably (laughs) not. Probably not. Next time we play Toronto or Tampa, that's it. Interesting. Who had oh, the well, Yankees yeah, they play Toronto in this tomorrow, streak. So there you go. The streak I know the tomorrow. Yankees are on like an eight-game streak yeah. right now. Who who was the series? They've been playing the Royals. Who who else have they been Royals, playing? Royals, Orioles, and who who was it before that? Before the <laughs> Orioles, I believe it was Detroit. I'm not gonna cap. Cleveland, Cleveland. Okay, it was. Oh, Cleveland. Okay, <laughs> Cleveland. all right. Okay, yeah, Cleveland's Cleveland. decent, I guess, but yeah. like still kind of stinky. I, I I'm gonna. I might just troll some Yankees fans after this. After yeah, the, if you go in the most sports. Um, uh, the Facebook Might group. Troll some fans. <laughs> they are Word, yeah. Yankee fans came out last night in that group. They, they right. came. They're coming that. out of the woodwork. They were very quiet the first couple of weeks, but um, yeah, they played some bums and now they're we, back. We here. <laughs> we here. Yeah, it's funny. I got to bring back on. 
It's funny. Every time the Mets lose, I always hear it from Yankee fans that it's like the end of the world. Like they've lost seven games and everyone's been treated the same. Like, oh my God, how'd you lose? You guys are terrible. 15 and seven, still 15 and seven. Like, no, nah, it's all vibes uh, in New York for right now for, for yeah. baseball. Yeah. One so and two in the league. Ball. Hell One yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy yep. with it. And we'll just keep um, riding with them on the books, truthfully, until oh, they. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Like, the consistency is there. So I, I don't got know if two. You guys, yeah, I was gonna say I you got, got anything else. I got two plus money player props. I like them a lot, actually, too. Um, my first one is Matt Duffy under point five bases. He plays for the Angels, going up against the White Sox. <laughs> Just like this um, guy stinks. Like this, this I guy mean, ain't got on base at all. This guy's not getting on base at all. I mean, he's only gotten on base once in the last five games, and he's at plus money. What the, yeah. the what? Yeah, it's fine. He's hit. He's yeah. gotten on the. He's has one total base the last five games, and he's plus one sixty eight to get on base. Not to get on base. I meant. Yeah, that's weird. So I mean, that's, like, that's crazy to me. Like that's that's a value play. And then another one, same yeah. thing. Um, I got another one for you too. Hold up. Uh, Seth Beer, under point five bases, plus one forty on Superbook. He hasn't gotten on base in the last five games at all. And he's at plus 140 to get to not get on base. So I have a, so, I have a question. Would this be a what? dumb question? If they were to not play, would that count against you? Because they didn't get on base, but they didn't play. Do they have to have played and had an at-bat in that situation? They have to have an at-bat. An yes. at-bat, okay. have to have an at-bat, but walks don't count as a base if... Okay. Yeah, yeah. The rules about yeah, base, it has to be a base hit. Yeah. Makes sense. In order to get on base. So yeah. Seth hasn't gotten a hit in five games. Yeah. Max Duffy has only had one hit in the last five games. They're both plus, very plus money not to get on base. So I'm going to I'm gonna run with it. Shit, I'm going to lay them bitches together and see what happens. Nah, seriously, why not at that point? You plus throw a half, hit. a half, and then one? Like, yeah. vibes like right one. there. I like those. Hell yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot of free cash on today's episode, if you're asking me. I'm, like, yeah, literally in so. love with all these picks, so. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Big love sports it. day. Love it. It, love even it. Love only it. two it. NBA games, and it's still a huge sports day. That's... Dude, Andy, well, I texted you. I was like, dude, I just came up with eight picks for, yeah, like, two for over, like, two, a games, two yeah. games. Like, it's it's crazy. It really is, but that's what we're all about at Moneyline Madness. So oh, yeah. I think that's all we got for today. I appreciate everybody for listening. Corey, again, thank you for ha- coming on. Anytime you are welcome. Oh, part of the most sports family, you know, Absolutely. now we got it all rocking over here. We mm-hmm. will be coming to you guys with any live bets or anything else we find over today. And with that being said, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been episode two, three. Peace. Yes, sir. Go dogs.